Thank you, Jacob staff. Welcome everyone to the PMPE meeting. Sorry, we're starting a little late. We got a lot on our agenda, but um, I'd like to call this meeting to order at 3.44. Um, can you please establish a quorum? Sure. Council Member Valenzuela? Here. Um, Council Member Maple? Here. Council Member Lolobo absent today, and Chair Kaplan. Thank you, Madam Clerk. We have a quorum. Um, can I have uh, Vice uh, Chair Maple read the land acknowledgement and do our pledge, please? My pleasure. Please stand if you are able. Please rise for the opening acknowledgements in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisenan people, the Southern Maidu, Valley and Plains Miwok, Putwin Winton peoples, and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe. May we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, and lives. Thank you. And now, uh, pledge salute. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you again, everyone who is here for the Personnel and Public Employee Committee. Again, I want to profusely apologize um, as uh, my fellow committee member, for, uh, Chair of Law and Ledge, uh, Katie Valenzuela knows, we're rolling from one subcommittee uh, to the next. So I do apologize because I know how important it is to respect people's time. Uh, so thank you for being here. For members who are in the chambers, if you wish to speak on an agenda item and you're not an applicant, don't worry about it. If you're an applicant, you're fine. Uh, please fill out a speaker slip that can be found at the back of the room. For those who are online and want to speak, please use the raise your hand to provide public comment when the chair confirms that it is time to speak on the item. If you're online, you can click on the raise hand. If you're on the mobile app, you can raise your hand by tapping the raise hand. And if you are on telephone, you can do it via telephone to raise your hand. Dial star nine, and then to mute unmute is star six. Speakers will be called on by the last four digits of their phone number. You will have two minutes to speak once you are called on. So we will now move forward uh, with today's agenda, but our first order of business is the consent calendar. Are there any questions, comments? I move consent. Moved by Vice Chair Maple, second by uh, Council Member Valenzuela, uh, all in favor, aye. Aye. All right, thank you so much. Now we are moving on to our discussion items, which are um, interviewers. And of course I failed to ask, was there anybody who wanted to speak on consent items? Jacob. Thank you, Chair. I had uh, no speaker slips from those in chambers and I had no hands raised online. Okay, so now we're going to move to uh, the interview process. Uh, item two is reviewing of the applicants for the Civil Service Board. Jacob, can you tell us what's in front of us? Thank you, Chair. Uh, Chair and Council Members, my name is Jacob Bredberg with the Office of the City Clerk. Uh, today, I'm here today to present the review of applicants for the Civil Service Board. Uh, the seat needing recommendation is seat, is seat E. Yep. Um, uh, requirements for seat E are as follows. The member 
uh, needs to be a citizen of the city of Sacramento and have no connection with city government. Uh, we had uh, six applicants for seat E for review today. Each applicant will have two minutes to answer the questions on the projectors. Uh, applicants were notified of the questions prior to today's meeting. Uh, the questions were, why are you interested in serving on this board or commission? And to briefly describe the knowledge and experience that qualifies them for this position. Our first applicant is Lisa Kennedy Felder. I do not see Ms. Felder. Uh, Madison Hinojosa. Make your way up. Welcome, Madison. If you could just stick to the two questions, why would you want to serve and why you applied uh, and your experience, would love to hear from you. Yes, hello. It's really great to be here and to get to speak with you guys today. Um, my name is Madison, and I'm a recent um, college graduate. I graduated with a bachelor's in political science from the University of Nevada, Reno. Uh, I grew up in Roseville, California, and came back to Sacramento, and I have absolutely fallen in love with it, as I'm sure many of us have here. Um, I'm really looking to be more active in my community. I want to put my degree to use. I'm really passionate about um, people, about the community. I mean, there's, there's just a lot of different things that I think that I can make a difference for. Um, and let's see, during my time at university, I worked my entire college career, so I've got a lot of professional experience. I currently work with the California State Senate as well, so um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in the world of politics, legislature, that type of thing. Um, so, yeah, I think this would be a really, really great place to start and to put my voice out there. And I think I've got good qualifications in terms of, um, like, administrative work, um, that type of thing, networking as well. So I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you, Madison. Appreciate you being here. Our next applicant is Juan Carlos Martir. I do not see Mr. Martyr. Uh, Brittany Moore. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Brittany Moore, um, and I'm a resident in District 8. Um, I'm here today to express my interest in serving on the Civil Service Board, uh, and that's really just to become more engaged in the city's governmental process. Uh, a little bit about my experience that will qualify for me this role. Uh, this seat directly aligns with my professional background. Uh, so I worked in city government for six and a half years for the city of Roseville. And I currently serve as the administrative services manager and the chief board clerk uh, for a local special district. I have my bachelor's of science in business administration with a concentration in human resources. And I'm currently a graduate student at Sac State uh, in their MBA program. Uh, and this, the duties of this board mirror a lot of my day-to-day -day work functions uh, as it works to formulating, implementing, and interpreting personnel-related policies. Uh, so I'm really just motivated by the idea of uh, contributing to my community um, and having a positive impact on local governance. Uh, as a chief board clerk, I've been really inspired by my own elected officials to really get involved uh, with the city of SAC. Uh, and I would consider this to be a great privilege to provide feedback uh, related to the issues that I care about. And just want to thank you guys for uh, allowing me to interview today. So, thank you. Thank you so much for being here, Brittany. Our next applicant is Julie Stein.
Good afternoon. Thank you for the opportunity to be here today. I'm interested in serving on the commission because I'd like to contribute to my community where I can. I've worked on civil service classification rules and regulations at the state level for almost 20 years, and I believe I can apply that experience to the city and supplement both from learning from the other side. Staff are very important to the city and to the council and to the board and to the community. They all have to work together. And I think one of the keys to this is to ensure that staff have the opportunity to be positioned to succeed. And that's really important for our communities. I believe I have the educational background, community service, and professional experience to effectively serve on the board. I earned my bachelor's of science in business administration and management from Boston University. My current community involvement is serving on my HOA. I have served as a Skelly officer for quite some years. I have also prior, have prior community service supporting women's leadership roles and children's oncology philanthropies. My work experience includes almost 20 years of public service as a state in the state as an appointee, civil servant, serving in supervisory, managerial, and executive roles. Um, I've managed public meetings with this in the state level working with staff to ensure effectively applying Bagley Keene. I know Brown is different. I believe I can be able to follow Brown in the same manner I followed Bagley Keene. I've also been the person to tell people they have two minutes left and I just sat through some of the end of the last um, committee. I have a great deal of respect and for cash and I don't, I don't know if it's Cuppy, if you pronounce it Cuppy for Miss Cuppy. Um, my training includes civil service training as a supervisor, manager, and executive, and my professional development includes certificates in executive leadership from the University of California, Davis, national emergency response and rescue certification as a public information officer from Department of Homeland Security and the Federal Emergency Management Agency, being a Skelly officer, project manager and Lean Six Sigma certificates from Sac State and change management certification Just by PROCI. Last sentence. I'm very interested and I hope I can have the opportunity to contribute. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Julie. Um, and our final applicant today is Nicholas Zachary Walden. Don't see Mr. Walden. Uh, that concludes our review of applicants for the Civil Service Board. Committee members um, would love your thoughts and discussions. I think as we look at this as a civil service board, um, while I appreciate many of the applicants, um, you know, I think Ms. Stein and her uh, experience being a Skelly officer is extremely important when you're on the civil service board. Uh, I would like to move appointing Ms. Stein uh, to that seat E on the civil service board. Um, Happy to second that motion with my deep appreciation for the folks who interviewed today. Very impressive and really want to encourage you to seek other ways to volunteer for the city. Um, as we always say, this is the heartbreaker committee because there's only one seat and usually multiple people that we'd like for that seat, but i um, happy to support Ms. Stein. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I have motion and second. Any other comments? Aye. All right. Do we have voice vote? Acquiescence, thank you. Uh, we look forward to your service, uh, Ms. Stein, and I wanna echo Councilmember Valenzuela's comments, keep applying, um, it matters. Now moving on to item three, which is the review of applicants for the Natomas Basin Conservancy Board of Directors. Jacob. 
Thank you, Chair. Uh, the seats needing recommendations today are seats A and D. Uh, requirements for seat A and D are identical and as follows, and are as follows. Um, the member uh, must not be a current employee of the United States Fish and Wildlife Service, uh, the United States Department of Interior, California Department of Fish and Game, or the State of California's Resources Agency and is appointed by the City of Sacramento. All right. Do we have anybody here to interview? We have five applicants for review today. Our first applicant is uh, Melinda Doran Bradbury. I don't see them in the audience today. Uh, next is uh, Mayor Heather Fargo. scooter and it, it doesn't have brakes <laughs> so, so I'm still kind of learning how to do things like like ramps so pardon me for hitting your furniture um, <laughs> hi there um, I'm sorry that Melinda isn't here because I was going to give her my my vote of confidence she's done an excellent job if she comes late I hope you interview her done an excellent job on the Natoma Space and Conservancy um, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to interview with you today um, I um, am mainly interested in being appointed to the Natoma Space and Conservancy is because I want to have a successful Natoma Space and Habitat Conservation Plan. Uh, that's a plan that I helped create when I was in office. Um, it was drafted when I was a council member representing the Natomas area and beyond and was approved uh, after litigation when I was mayor. Uh, and it's very important um, to support the agricultural community of Natomas and the city and the region, as well as the habitat and the wildlife. Uh, so I very much believe in that and think that this is a very important part of Sacramento to hold on to and to support. Uh, and we need to engage board, me board members to do that. Um, it's also part of the Pacific Flyway, and it's one of the sites that has been selected by both Habitat 2020 and Sierra Club for the 30 by 30 project uh, for the state of California. Uh, and while I have worked for the Resources Agency and State Parks in the past, I am currently not employed by the city or any of those agencies. Um, but when I was mayor, and prior to that, I was very involved in Natomas issues uh, since 1980, helping to form the Natomas Community Association with Ray Trethaway, who will be interviewing soon, served on the city council as well as mayor, uh, and served on many boards and commissions where I was in a leadership role as either chair or, or vice chair, including SACOG and STA, uh, and SAFCA, a number of the organizations that, uh, that are involved in the Natomas Basin Conservancy. So I think I have the background to be involved. Uh, I'm also currently on the Environmental Council of Sacramento, and I lead what we call the Natomas team. So I would like to also support the um, appointment of Ray Trethaway, uh, my colleague for decades in Natomas, and uh, thank you again for the opportunity to interview and the ramp. Thank you, Mayor. Our next applicant is Stephen Thomas Johns. Good afternoon, council members. I'm Steve Johns. Um, I'm an applicant for the Natoma Space and Conservancy Board of Directors. I'm a longtime resident of the River Park neighborhood um, over by Sac State. There are several reasons why I'm interested in serving on the uh, Board of Directors for the NBC. First, its mission. Uh, the Conservancy is an essential element for regional biological and economic success. And with my 
previous board, board uh, participation on uh, the Sacramento Tree Foundation, where I've been the president and currently the treasurer, uh, and also the boards of the R Street Partnership and the River District, uh, I understand the need to balance the environmental and the economic and business community elements of, of any association. Um, second, I have extensive experience on boards and I have other boards that I've participated in, in addition to the ones that I've just mentioned. And um, I've focused my board experience on working with strategic leadership by partnering with executive directors, with staff, with stakeholders to make sure you have the best outcomes possible. <clears throat> Finally, I'm a native Sacramentan, and I'm, my whole professional and personal career or personal experiences have been based on making our region better. And I'm attracted to the NBC's past successes and the future efforts that are going to have perpetual benefit for our region, whether it be through land acquisition or through habitat conservation and habitat values that are going to be preserved. Um, I have a variety in my background, a variety of professional and uh, professional and personal activities. I'm an attorney by trade. I currently work for SMUD. I manage their regional and local government affairs work, uh, which I find very valuable uh, in partnering with other, um, other groups and uh, other agencies. I'm very familiar with HCPs. I'm involved with the, or I've previously been involved with the Sacra South Sacramento HCP. Um, the SMUD, we have our own HCP, and I was involved with both the development and the application of that. And also, I'm currently working with the Placer County HCP. Um, I appreciate your time, and thank you for your consideration. Our next applicant is Jack Richards. I do not see Jack Richards. Um, our last applicant is Raymond uh, Teethaway. Trethaway. Thank you. Councilmember. Good afternoon. I want to thank the committee for uh, considering my application to the Conservancy Board. Appreciate that so much. Um, my interest in serving on this board is this tremendous track record of success that the, uh, the uh, board has uh, done over the ser last several decades. Uh, their oversight and implementation of the, the Thomas Basin Habitat Conservation Plan has secured uh, not only balanced growth in the Natomas Basin, but uh, importantly, it has secured and protected agricultural lands as well as wildlife habitat lands. Uh, and I believe now they may be the largest single landowner in the Natomas Basin, which is a quite remarkable record for uh, the, the Conservancy. Uh, also, uh, if you I also was an original member of the board, so if you would consider uh, uh, my appointment once again, I believe my contributions to the board would focus on the long-term financial health of, of, the, of the organization, the um, partnership intelligence from the development community, the environmental community, federal and state, as well as city uh, departments and, and agencies, Education and research, I, I believe to myself, personally, are the most compelling uh, reasons I like to s serve on the board. I think that's just really important, uh, not only the science and the research, but the public outreach that follows that to educate all of us on uh, important agricultural as well as wildlife values. And then lastly, uh, I would bring to the board a, a, a trait or experience of consensus building. So I want to thank you for your consideration. 
Thank you, Councilmember Trethaway. Uh, committee members, Vice Chair? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Katie, yeah, Katie. no, Yay. I just, um, I love all of the experience and um, especially having so many former electeds apply and so many community leaders apply. It's like, again, two seats. Yay. Um, so I think that institutional knowledge is really important and I really want to note that when I looked at this um, staff report that our former city manager is no longer going to be on this board and obviously he was pay, played a big role in administering this and I feel like that's a really big chasm that I'm super interested in feeling. So I want to keep Melinda in her seat. So. Um, and then I want to nominate uh, Heather Fargo for the other open seat. Um, again, with all the respect to everybody who has such a clear passion, um, I just think, A, it's important that Natomas residents be there since they're so directly impacted, but also her institutional knowledge would be really essential um, now that John is no longer gonna be on that board. So just wanna make that motion for um, Melinda and Heather. Vice Chair Maple. All right, yeah, I uh, echo your uh, comments on what a like star-packed, uh, list of names. I'm really grateful for all the people who applied and who want to partake. I, I love the idea of having Melinda on there um, as an incumbent. I think having that kind of um, perspective and carrying it forth is really important as someone who's formerly served on a commission and um, you know having that uh, institutional knowledge is important. Um, and I, I also support having Mayor Fargo on there as well. I think having that history is, is important as well. So I'm happy to support your motion. Prior to um, going there, uh, Madam City Attorney, um, I do have a concern. Uh, Mayor Heather Fargo has advocated against development and potential lawsuits against the city uh, for that development as part of organizations. Would that potentially create a conflict of interest with her on this board? Would you give me the opportunity to research that and get back to you? Okay. Committee? So um, fellow committee members, can we at least move uh, Melinda and then come back because I don't want to formalize uh, the appointment of Heather Fargo uh, because of her advocacy and it has a lot to do with development and the habitat, Natomas Basin Habitat Conservancy. Uh, I do not want to create a conflict uh, on that board because of her advocacy. Uh, sure, happy to wait um, until the city attorney can review, but we'll probably, unless there's a direct conflict, we'll probably still support Mayor Fargo given her experience and passion for the area, but yeah, thank you. So um, can I have uh, an amended motion? Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd like to amend my motion for Melinda to be reappointed and then to leave open and to continue the next seat until the city attorney can confer. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And uh, right. Vice Chair Maple? Yeah, I'm happy to. Okay. Second. Second that. All right. So we will leave seat D open for the meantime until we get clarification. Thank you. Um, now moving on to, and again, thank you all applicants who have, have applied. Uh, oh, all in favor, aye. 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 <laughs> yes, in my head, we all voted aye, yes. Uh, and Jacob, are there any public comments on this item? Thank you, Chair. I had no speaker slips from those in chambers and I had no hands raised online. Okay. Now, Chair, if I may be so bold since we're short on time, um, yes. can I go ahead and move Barry Boyd to be reappointed for item four since he's the only applicant in the incumbent? Absolutely. Motion by Valenzuela, <laughs> second by Vice Chair Maple. All in favor of reappointing Barry Boyd to the Retirement Hearing Commission? Aye. Aye. Thanks, Barry. Thanks, Thank Barry. you. <laughs> Thank you, Barry. Hey, I sent you a presentation, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> your presence, your presence enough. Thank you. Um, now moving on to item five, it's review of the applicants for the Housing Code Advisory and Appeal Boards. Thank you, Chair. Uh, the seat needing recommendation today is seat B. Uh, requirement for seat B is as follows. A uh, member must not be an employee of the City of Sacramento. Uh, we have uh, three applicants today uh, for seat B. Our first applicant is Tammy Derby O'Brien. Thank you for the invitation and the time today. I am interested in serving on the Housing Code Advisory and Appeals Board because I think it is important to administer enforcement in a fair and equitable way. I am an experienced enforcement officer and administrator, and I believe I have always enforced regulations fairly. I strive to see a situation from the property owner's view as well as the complainant's view in light of code requirements. I believe I can evaluate and review the particulars of an enforcement case appeal and provide a fair recommendation. Since I am retired, I now have time to participate on this board, and with my experience and training, I believe I will be an asset on this board. I was employed with the County of Sacramento for 32 years, and I retired last year. I worked for the Environmental Management Department for 16 years, advancing through the specialist and senior specialist ranks to a supervising environmental health specialist. I, in 1993, I was a senior member of the team that updated and improved the county's substandard housing program and created the rental housing inspection program. In 2006, I transferred to the code enforcement division as a program manager and often acted as an interim division chief, enforcing the zoning code, nuisance codes, housing codes, dangerous building codes, and the rental housing inspection program. In 2015, I returned to the Environmental Management Department where I supervised and managed a team of health inspectors in the Consumer Protection Program, enforcing the Retail Food Code and Public Pool Regulations. I have prepared cases for criminal prosecution and testified in Superior Court and Federal Court as an expert witness. I have also prepared and presented cases to the local county hearing officer as well as the State Office of Administrative Hearings. I have worked closely with County Council to update existing and develop new county code regulations. I have a bachelor's degree from UC Davis. I am a registered environmental health specialist with the state of California, and I am post-certified. I believe I would be an asset to this board, and I thank you for your time. Thank you for coming in your interview. Our next applicant is Guy Garcia. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very excited about the possibility to be able to be on this board. I am born and raised here in Sacramento. I'm currently a homeowner. Um, I've worked in over 20 years within mortgage real estate lending. And currently, I work for Golden One Credit Union. I'm a senior home mortgage underwriter. So in my day-to-day -day work, I balance and I look at collateral and I look at risk assessment. I am able to manage and I see everything from a point of being a homeowner myself as to like being able to assess a risk of any type of collateral that comes across my desk. I'm able to 
understand the complexities and, challenging, and challenges with the housing code because I understand it from a homeowner perspective, but I understand from a business perspective and from a city perspective, you have certain codes on that as being part of the board, you have to be able to interpret and to be able to uphold the codes that we do have. Serving on this board will allow me to unite my professional experience and also my passion for being able to make change within our city. I'm dedicated to promoting fair and equitable housing type of practices, improving the financial well-being of the members that I serve, and advocating for the well-being of our community overall. I believe that my background in real estate lending uniquely positions me to be meaningful to the board's efforts. In conclusion, I am genuinely excited about the prospect of being able to serve on the Housing Code Advisory and Appeals Board. I'm committed to bringing my dedication, knowledge, experience to this role, and I'm excited to collaborate with fellow board members. Thank you. Thank you so much. And our final applicant is Madison Hinojosa. again thank you guys so much well clearly I don't have as much experience as those former um, interviewees but I do want to tell you that I have experience walking into um, positions where I don't know what's going on I'll give you a great example I walked into a dental office with no dental experience and became um, a chairside dental assistant within two weeks um, so I am committed to giving 100% to any position that I take on. If that means doing research, spending hours out after work, um, learning, then that's what I'll have to do. So I definitely want to just put it out there that I am super passionate um, and I'm really um, studious and willing to work very hard. Um, I'm also a local renter, so I know the struggles of uh, housing and housing appeals as well. Um, so I am just passionate about the subject. Um, and I did get to introduce myself earlier so I'll tell you another fun fact I did serve on the executive board of my um, philanthropic multicultural sorority so I have um, experience with procedure and um, that type of thing so um, yeah I really look forward to it I'm very passionate very quick learner so I think that I can bring a different perspective to the position and I appreciate your time thank you thank you Madison all right members uh, council member Valenzuela um, yes, again, want to thank the applicants, clear passion and interest. This is a pretty obscure one, I think, in my mind, because it's like such a technical expertise. So just really appreciated that there's so many interested folks. Um, but I would like to nam nominate Tammy um, Derby O'Brien to be to the vacant seat just because her experience just stands out far and beyond. Um, and Madison, I hope you call my office and find ways, because we have plenty of things if you want to get more involved. Um, as a District 4 resident, would love to contact you um, and be in touch. Vice Chair Maple? Yeah, I just want to um, all second your motion. Um, a really impressive resume, and I think you bring a lot of experience to the board. But as always, we must say this is really, really challenging position on, on this particular committee because so many qualified, capable, and passionate people show up to serve, serve the city. So I hope uh, those of you who are in the audience who uh, may not have gotten appointed to the seat that you applied for, I hope that you um, continue to stay involved, find other ways to get involved. Um, you can always reach out to our offices. There, uh, there's always a lot of, a lot of work to be done. So um, appreciate you all. <laughs> I have a motion and a second. All in favor, aye. 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 
Thank you. Uh, congratulations, Tammy, for your appointment on this board. And again, thank you everyone who applied. Uh, keep applying and, and contact our offices individually if you want to get further involved. Um, just as an item, item eight, which is the Sacramento Ethics Commission, we are moving uh, to the next meeting. So uh, we just have two brief items because I know we're supposed to be in closed session right now. Uh, Sarah, if you want to come forward, because I know you're going to do this quickly, but I am always impressed impressed by our youth and I am impressed by their annual work plan and what they want to work on of which I am fully supportive of their work plan Great. so with that you got your you get your two minutes I get my two minutes awesome so good afternoon chair vice chair committee member uh, madam clerk and Maddie, madam city attorney um, I want to thank all the commissioners for their commitment feedback and creative ideas on these recommendations um, I'd also like to thank the city team that works with the commissioners, our adult allies, Rhonda Patterson and Dominique Herdman, who is here today. Lastly, the Ypsi leadership team, clerk's office and city attorney's office for their support. This was a brand new process for us um, and couldn't have done it without their, without their support. So um, I did want to... I kind of skipped through here, so I'm trying to be brief, but there's the history of the Sacramento Youth Commission. We started in 1993 and got promoted along the way. Um, and in 2019, we were codified by an ordinance as the official youth voice of the city of Sacramento. We welcomed four new commissioners this summer, which was great, which leaves us with only five vacancies. I did want to mention that now that students are returning to schools, we'll be visiting schools specifically in the Del Paso Heights community. Um, in District 2, as well as communities within District 4, 6, and 7 to fill those vacancies. Um, <clears throat> so in 2022, we had nine business meetings, eight capacity building trainings, and we did set aside a portion at the end of our presentation to go over the trainings. However, with time, um, just understand that those trainings are specifically aimed to help the commissioners learn more about their role in the um, youth commission, ways that they can be advocates on their own, um, and then basically the inner workings of government. We have uh, six powers and duties um, that are established. The commission is established for the purpose of providing advice on matters relating to youth, which is defined as individuals between the age of 14 and 24. Um, we did provide reviews and recommendations on the violent crime reduction strategy, um, the citywide youth development plan, the city's state and federal legislative platform, Parks Plan 2040, and the youth advisory liaison to the city council. Um, the recommendations were always incredibly um, well thought out. Um, always innovative, creative, and solution-oriented. We have seen an uptick in presentation requests for SYC recommendations just in my one year here. So um, they are valuable. Come to us. They um, are really thought thoughtful. Uh, our highlights, so in 2022, they hosted a youth mental health community event. They presented at the Aggie Square project development event. They participated in Earth Day cleanup, as well as a William Lamb Park collaborative uh, cleanup with LNL and Summer at City Hall. And they completed and ran a Facebook Live mental health podcast that hit um, several areas during that COVID-19 period. Um, it was challenging in the 20, because the 2020 meetings were all virtual, which inevitably slowed down some processes, but the commission made it a priority to continue working, um, which I think is impressive. 
So that brings us to our 2023 projects and priorities. The Youth Commission voted on these three focus areas. I'll briefly go into them. Sacramento Youth Voice, the idea behind that is if they don't know about us, how can we be their voice? So city staff has recommended that they take this project under so that they can really be the voice of youth in Sacramento. Um, so that's the idea behind that. The youth mental health, I want to point out that in addition to the resources and exploring access to mental health services, they really dialed in on the fact that there are youth who have parents that do not support mental health services, and that was really important to them. So looking for resources and opportunities for youth that um, they maybe be able to seek out on their own. Um, again, this is just the preliminary research phase. Um, and then again, the Aggie Square project, which was an ad hoc from 2020. 22. It was 2021. It kind of ran into 2022 for their culminating activity. But the desire to continue partnering with that group was strong um, amongst the commissioners. So we recommended that that was a project they undertook. All this feedback was gained through um, impromptu and formal uh, conversations as well as an official survey we sent out to them to focus on, um, you know, what areas they're looking to. Uh, as far as advocacy work, as well as what areas they're interested and passionate about. So without taking up too much time, I'm just going <laughs> to go ahead and skip to the end and say hashtag SAC Youth Voice, what? And nothing about us without us. Um, so I'll be happy to take any questions that you have. Fellow committee members, comments, questions? <laughs> It was Great quick. job under pressure um, since Thank we're so you. late. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Go forth and conquer. We'll, hey. we'll, it, it's moving forward to city council for full uh, adoption. So thank, thank you. you. And thank you for all the work that you guys do with our youth and the youth voice. It is fully impressive. Awesome. Appreciate it. Oh, wait. Do we have a motion? And a, I'll move that this moves on to the city council. We oh, oh, we have a speaker. Yes, we do have oh, okay. uh, one speaker online with their hands raised. Uh, and I have not received any uh speaker slips from those in chambers. So our speaker is calling user two. Yes, my name is Lambert Davis, and I'm impressed with this um, report, especially when I heard the person who was giving the report mention Del Paso Heights. You know, Del Paso Heights is starting to get a lot of uh, recognition that it is well overdue. And it should be no problem to find that age group uh, because Grant High School is there. That's where you can find the youth that you're talking about, 14 to uh, 18. I don't know about 24. And then I, I'm known for studying City Hall as though I'm trying to earn a degree. And as I studied this report, I learned something today. I learned that staff is paid to prepare and publish agendas. I knew that, but I had to see it. And the people who prepare this make very good money, $45 an hour to $216 an hour. And that, ju that just solidifies my belief that whatever is on the agenda should be acknowledged. And I'll deal with that later today. But that, that's, that's a very good report. And thank you. Thank you for your comments. I have no more speakers online with their hands raised. Thank you, Jacob. And quick comment by uh, Vice Vice Chair. 
Thank you, Chair. I said I would keep it to 2.5 seconds. I might go to three, um, but I did want to say I, I would be remiss if I didn't say something, uh, especially around Aggie Square that's in my district, and um, I really support the idea of getting the youth continuing to have them involved um, as that project continues on and as the doors open in 2025. Um, we're, we're, and if you need any help in that, in that area, please always feel free to reach out to my office and great report. Thank you. Okay, so I move, do I have a second? Second. Second by Vice Chair. All in favor of moving this to City Council? Aye. Aye, moving to City Council for full approval. Um, now, um, moving on to our next item, which is discussing the creation of a youth advisory liaison um, to City Council. We at PP and PMPE have when been tasked with implementation and if we need to look at processes, changes, rules, procedures, um, and in the deliberations of moving forward, this uh, was approved on December 6, 2022, uh, prior to Council Members Maple, Talamantes, and I being being on. And I think um, the, one of the things I, I would like to put forward as chair as, as I look f uh, that we need items to do is uh, a, a request, if you want to hand that down, to amend the resolution 2022-0387 that was passed on December 6th um, to uh, add in a couple amendments to it as we, um, we move forward to implement uh, this item. Specifically, um, thank you for our Youth Commission, because one of the items that our Youth Commission asked for, and I believe, and I'm, I'm requesting that amendment to include, is that um, the Sacramento Youth Commission is and becomes the official youth voice of Sacramento, and that it becomes of, of part of uh, expanding youth leadership uh, and that we also recommend uh, as recommended by the Sacramento Youth Commission but we replace the youth advisory liaison to City Council and instead establish 14 new leaders within the city and that we add a youth position on every board and commission that we have as the youth voice is very important and we know what we're presented with here at City Council it is a heavy burden for somebody who has not been elected or chosen to be elected to be the official youth liaison to the city council. We are subject to ridicule, ridicule harassment, um, and many other things that are unmentionable that I would not want any teenager to be uh, subject to. However, the youth voice and why we have the Sacramento Youth Commission is because their voice is important. So how do we take it the next step if if a uh, proposal from Council Member Talamantes and I is to amend it so that we then spread and increase the leadership opportunities for our youth? Um, it would move it from one position uh, as an official youth liaison uh, to city council to then um, going through and opening up uh, on several of our boards and commissions that there is a dedicated youth position. So that youth is on every subject matter within the jurisdiction of the city council, which would mean including them on active transportation, animal care services, and land and Bertha Henschel Memorial Funds, Disability Advisory Committee, Utility Rates Advisory Commission, um, Aggie Square, another thing they're asking, make it sure that there is a dedicated youth position on the Aggie Square Public Financing Authority, the Stadium Area Public Financing Authority, 
Well, it would be tough, and I think we need to make sure legally it's it's viable, uh, and we'll take direction from our city attorney on that of having a youth on the ethics commission, um, having a youth on the planning and design commission, on the preservation commission, which I know requires certain technical, but I know some of our college kids can can meet those. Uh, I know on this check, Sacramento Children's Fund, while it was approved by charter, we could create an advisory position where they wouldn't necessarily have a vote, but their voice and opinion uh, could be there, and whether that is aligned with, it's the chair of the Sacramento Youth Commission that is actually that designated liaison open to further discussion, because we've already started adding youth on our arts, police, measure you, and parks. I think um, in looking at the spirit of increasing the youth voice and taking it to that next level, um, I'd like to keep a lot of what was put in place in the structure of it um, and making sure that the appointment age is 16 to 22 at the time of appointment, that they get a, get a seat and serve two years, that they are able to get the stipend, same as any other committee member that serves on a board and commission, but also that they are then kind of under the umbrella of YPSI um, and can get training and part of the Greater Sacramento Youth Commission where that they then, the youth seat is the one that helps present to the Youth Commission on things in front of items so that our youth are having that leadership role um, and presence. But I would like to uh, bring this alternative uh, that was brought forward by Councilmember Talamantes and I uh, for discussion on how we implement this to slightly tweak it but expand it to give more opportunities. Um, so I look forward, and I'm turning this in. I've given it to our clerk. It'll go to the mayor's office to start going through that process. Um, but as we are discussing the implementation, I thought it was important that uh, this was an item we brought forward for discussion here. Uh, Councilmember Valenzuela. Thank you, and um, I appreciate you presenting this here, although I will say that it's a little outside the scope and we're not voting on that today, but I will say for my two cents that it does, it's it's not really an expansion, it's it's really a reversal. Um, you know, I think we can do both things and put youth on our additional boards and commissions and still follow the resolution, which was to create a youth um, liaison position. So I would still love to talk about that since that was on the agenda today, um, and that's the current measure that the council has adopted um, and really think and I think you know I appreciate the interest in elevating the youth commission to a leadership role but the youth commission is given input supporting the youth advisory liaison at council because they see that as a valuable role and I would hate to speak on their behalf without consulting them about what they think would be important and I'm and I assume that they'd love to consider more board appointments as well. Um, you know, I think that the stipend is really important, and I want to thank uh, Mayor Pro Tem Bing for providing a pretty detailed memo at the end of this item, really outlining some of the interests that do align pretty well with things that the Youth Commission said. Um, you know, really striving to have this individual on board by the end of the year, making sure that the stipend is commiserate to essentially part-time work, because we do know that that's essentially the level of work. If someone's going to read through the agenda, they need to be compensated um, appropriately and um, that the age range is 16 to 22. You know, it's a non-voting position, but we still know that they will be wanting to be active participants and just wanting to make sure they get all the support as we've talked about with the clerk's office, but also with our um, youth experts and YPSI. So really excited to see this continue to move forward. Look forward to the discussion when your proposal comes forward, um, but really excited uh, again and want to appreciate staff for going to the Youth Commission for feedback and want to appreciate the Youth Commission members for providing so many robust ideas for recruitment and how this would work. Um, it seems like everybody's pretty excited about what this could look like and I look forward to seeing that 
current council direction implemented unless the council decides to change course. But thank you for bringing this um, to our attention. I look forward to reviewing it further. Vice Chair Maple. Thank you, Chair. Um, so I, I love that the city of Sacramento has taken a leadership role in advancing the youth, the youth voice in general. I think we do more, um, and thanks for amazing staff who work with the commission to elevate uh, youth voices probably more so than most cities around us. Um, and I think that that shows what our priority is um, as a council and as a body and as a city. Um, I don't know the actual percentage, but I would venture to say it's pretty high, the, the, the percentage of people who are under the age of 24 in the city of Sacramento. So it truly, truly is our future. Um, and so investing into that is important. Um, with that said, you know, I did have concerns prior to being sworn in, and I still do. Um, some of those concerns are around um, what, you know, having somebody on the dais um, and challenges that that might bring. Um, I think that, you know, as uh, Councilmember Kaplan brought up, uh, we experienced uh, some pretty vitriolic actions and, and things are said in here that um, I, you know, really wouldn't want young people to hear, but they might they, anyway if they're in here, um, but being up and having it directed at you can be very traumatic. Um, and I wonder if we'd have the resources to be able to make sure that, that that person has the amount of mental health care that they might need as a result of that, because I know our own city clerk also experiences those things. Um, and then, you know, other concerns also around uh, pay, you know, as we look at it, I want to make sure that do we have it, um, employees in the city of Sacramento that are making less than this? Um, and what does that mean for them? And, you know, just making sure that, that there's parity and especially for the work level. Um, and so I've, you know, I've shared these concerns prior to me coming on council, but I also had a concern around, um, you know, this moving forward, you know, the week before being sworn in was also a challenge. So I think us having a voice in this and being able to um, work a little bit on the development is very important to me. But overall, I, I think that finding more ways to have youth involved, having their voices elevated, having them involved in every point of the conversation, every policy area is, is something that I think is gonna be crucial. Um, you know, I also have, my, my last concern is around having one person being that voice. I mean, there's, so, there's such a diversity of young people in our city um, ensuring that we have a diversity of voices and perspectives uh, representing that being the youth voice. So I really do like the idea of having the Youth Commission be that unified voice for the city of Sacramento as that changes and morphs over the years. So those are just some of my general comments. Um, and I know this, this is going to come before the council after this? Uh, it'll probably a submittal review by the mayor and the city manager will probably come forward uh, for law and ledge uh, or unless the mayor wants it go directly uh, to city council because with uh, this proposal, um, I uh, am not in favor of moving forward anything at this time with implementing the youth liaison position solely to city council. Uh, that is why I'm requesting to amend the resolution that was approved prior to us being elected for uh, looking at an alternative and how do we expand the youth voice in a way that protects our youth as well as not giving one youth the mental stress and pressure of every item that we as electeds have chosen to do. Um, you know, and I, and I appreciate, I do agree with you regarding um, if the stipend was for one youth, uh, some of our, our maintenance individuals don't even make that much. And, and if somebody is 16 and gets appointed to this, they still have high school and time limits and the, the press, pressure and stress. And, and let me be very clear, I was a school board member for 20 years. I 100% my entire time we had a youth member that uh, was an advisory vote on on school board. That is the 100% jurisdiction of education in school boards, is when you are a school board. City council, we have many jurisdictions and many subject matters, and I think it is unnecessary pressure 
to have one youth to be the subject matter on all those issues. That's why my amended uh, proposal for, for uh, the youth liaison position is for all subject matters under our jurisdiction while making the Sacramento Youth Commission, which has all of our appointees as city council members on it to bring that diversity of view to be the official voice. Because my question is, what is the purpose of the Sacramento Youth Commission if we have a liaison only to city council? And so knowing that uh, uh, I've heard your concerns Councilmember Talamantes and I uh, have these concerns, and you had Councilmember Lilowi as well as Councilmember Guerra that voted no on creating this position. Um, I think in due course, uh, without having talked to those individuals, because I can't violate the Brown Act, and I don't know how they feel on this, but I know that they voted no in creating um, the youth liaison position, that there are five votes there that I think we need to revisit this matter. Uh, for full council discussion of what it looks like for implementation. So at this time, I wouldn't want uh, staff to spend any more time moving forward on what this looks like until uh, our council member Talamantes and I's proposal is discussed on what the youth liaison position looks like moving forward. Go. Yeah, I just um, want to register my disagreement mostly because this item was agendized as providing input on implementation. I appreciate that the perspective is that this is a twist on implementation, but um, you know, I think that this <laughs> um, we should be doing the job that was given and agendized on this agenda. So, just want to register that comment. Is registered, Vice Chair. Um, I just had some some questions around process. Maybe you can um, because I, I also want to make sure I understand you know what's what's our role and scope here versus obviously what you you and Councilmember Talamantes have proposed is separate and to come before I'm assuming the council or this committee at some later date. Um, so if maybe someone can help me understand like so what, what was we're supposed put to be doing. was was looking at uh, implementation and how we move forward uh, on the implementation of this. Uh, and if we need a motion, my motion is that we uh, have a pause on, on implementing this uh, until the counter proposal can be reviewed by the full, uh, full council. Okay, um, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely wanna make sure that, you know, the proponents of the original proposal or have an ability to be a part of that process and in, in the room too. Um, I don't wanna make it, obviously have any decision making outside of that. Um, but you know, as I said, I had these concerns prior to coming on council, and I would really—I just wanted to make sure that I registered them. And um, yeah. So um, the discussion on implementation can be put on pause uh, because I think it does deserve to have the full council have a conversation on this of of, of how we move it. Yes, I have a motion to uh, not implement uh, the youth advisory commission uh, position to city council at this time. To discuss and provide recommendations. Oh, discuss and provide recommendations. Okay, well, I, hey, that's then. That's sorry. I don't have my notes in front of me, my failure. Sorry. Um, so that's my discuss and recommendation um, on this time. Um, we can all disagree. I think we've all stated where our positions are uh, and, and how we feel, but so I guess nothing moves forward. I believe you have one public commenter online. Okay. We have one public commenter online. Um, Jacob and I are tag teaming clerking. Mike Snell. Oh, sorry, I, I recused my comment. Thank you. I have no more speakers. 
All right, and since item eight has been continued to the next PMPE meeting, this meeting is adjourned. Uh, oh wait, we have any items not on agenda? Thank you, Chair. I have uh, two members of the public with their hands raised online, and I have no speaker slips from those in chambers. Uh, our first speaker is Lambert Davis. Since it's the youth commission and a lot of the youth, I want people to hear this. because of what they did. So I wanted to give them a shout out because you have to acknowledge the youth. So thank you. Thank you for your comments. Our next speaker is Mike Snell. Uh, yeah, just kind of piggybacking off the, the previous uh, agenda, I, I, um, I do support um, just the, the possibility of uh, a high school youth um, that's willing to take on the challenge to have that opportunity to, to be civically involved and civically engaged. Um, we shouldn't cut off any opportunity based on our own perceived limits. Uh, we, should, we should definitely um, implore them to, to be civically engaged at such a young age. I wish I was at that young age. So um, I believe we should encourage that. Um, and, and I hope that's the direction we go. Um, but um, what I, my off agenda um, question or support, I'm, um, I'm not sure if it's more geared towards the city manager or if it's geared towards uh, planning commission. Um, my email is mbsnellre at gmail, mbsnellre at gmail. If somebody could let me know from my storefront off the charts at 8125 36th Avenue. Um, my management company that's running it, um, all the other locations in California are open from 6 a.m. till 10 p.m. So we're, I'm asking if we can adjust our hours to 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Um, that would be beneficial to our employees to have those extra hours, um, the opportunity for extra hours as we are in a heightened inflationary uh, economy. Um, and so again, I'm not sure which, uh, which department to reach out to, if that's city manager, or if that's planning department, if anyone from planning or a city manager can hear me, please reach out, let me know what we can do or if we can have a discussion on how we can make that adjustment from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. for dispensary storefront. Uh, Mike Snell, what off the charts? Thank you. Thank you for your comments. Chair, I have no more members of the public. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, with that, uh, our uh, 
PMPE meeting is adjourned. City Council will probably start about 5.15. We, are, we, we should have been in closed session, so I want to give us some time to have a closed session item and be back down at about 5.15. Thank you, everyone.